Welcome to The Spin. My name is Kristen Butcher along with Mark Edgar. Today we'll give you an introduction to who we are, talk a bit about our Christmas holidays, and discuss New Year's resolutions and how to make them a bit more successful going into the new year. Look forward to spending the next 20 minutes or so with you. Well, I guess people ought to know why, how do we know each other and why we're kind yep. of doing this podcast. So you and I met is it three years ago. We did two years ago, actually. Really? It yeah. feels like longer. Strange, yeah. isn't it? Um, when we worked together. So, um, uh, and since then kind of stayed in touch. So um, my kind of background essentially is having worked in uh, corporations, in HR roles for 28 years, I realized the other day. And, uh, but more recently in the last six months, I've decided to venture out on my own. So I started my own business in July of 2019, focused on helping organizations and people to thrive in the new world of work. Uh, that's what gets me out of bed every morning. Uh, and that's what I've been focusing on. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that the last six months and looking forward to that continuing over the next 10 forever, years. Forever? Four lives. 40 years. So for those that don't know me, I've been in the HR world for, give or take, call it 10 years. I, I kind of explain it as I kind of grew up in the corporate world within HR, but specifically within the recruitment space. So uh, I've worked at a large telco. I've worked at a you know top five bank. I've worked in the startup world. And, uh, and now I work in the insurance world, which is where Mark and I met. Um, and yeah, so the things that interest me are really... Um, driving kind of positive outcome and change through, I don't know, people practices, uh, strategically looking at things bigger than just kind of recruiting today and tomorrow, but how do you make things more attractive for the long term is kind of where I see myself playing. Um, and then also just in the broader kind of talent management space, it's, I think back in the day, recruiting tended to be kind of uh, open the door to bring people into the company and we'll take it from here discussion. And now it's changed or it should be changing if it hasn't. Well, I'm thinking we should probably talk about why we're doing this podcast because okay. this has been over like this one is over a beer a number of conversations have brought us to this moment True. so why do you want to do a podcast Kristen tell me that's see that's bs right because you can't put me on the spot with your idea that you <laughs> sip a beer right that's i'll, oh, okay. I'll say it well, why don't i tell you why i want to do a podcast <laughs> go ahead well i think there's a couple of reasons i think there's a an opportunity just to hopefully get a message out to people and hopefully people will be interested um, about, you know, all sorts of things. I'm not quite sure where this is going to lead to in terms of content, but I think it'd be our opportunity just to shoot the proverbial shit. shit. <laughs> you know, I don't swear much um, about the world and what's going on and kind of our perspective on it, which hopefully people will find of interest. Um, I think also just be fun. It's going to be a good thing to do. I think it's a, a medium that people are taking more and more of an interest in. Uh, I think the... The written word isn't quite as powerful as it maybe used to be. Um, people constantly, I think you said this to me, wandering around the world with earphones in, the opportunity to... I might have. It sounds smart, but it, does it may sound not smart. have been me. And I think it'd be fun to do it with you. Cool. What about you, Kristen? So, like, one, like, I think you and me would just have a good rhythm. So if I was going to look for, like, a co-host to do a podcast with, I think... Um, you're a great candidate because you've got all kinds of experience that is not like mine. And the flip side being that I've got all kinds of experience that's not the same as yours. So I think we'll bring an interesting spin. But um, And I think we've got interest in a lot of the similar stuff. So that's kind of all one together. Two, just lots of stuff going on. I think we just get in routines and, you know, we kind of get up and we go to work and, you know, we look after our kids if we've got them or our pets. 
And there's all kinds of news, which may be going on around us, but there's also kind of trends that are happening. And sometimes no one brings them to your attention. And then someone brings them to your attention. Like, oh, maybe I should be thinking about that. And yeah. so I hope that, you know, through our discussion, there could be stuff that's of value to people that kind of not necessarily opens their minds. Because I don't think we're going to be so, you know, profound. so profound. But uh, I do think hopefully we can get people to say, yeah, I've never really thought about that. Or that's an interesting thing to say. I wonder if I have an opinion on that. So, um adding value to people with thoughtful conversation and we be you know why not us why not So what was your favorite gift you got for the holidays? That's what I'm interested in. Favorite gift. Here. Best gift. Mm, Lindsay and I got some workout equipment, which was good. Um, I got some of this podcast stuff, which is good, which also meant I could record stuff. So um, I've for a long time talked about recording guitar stuff, but always relied on other people to do it. So now I'm pretty much self-sufficient. Between me and a drum track, I can write songs. So that's cool. That's pretty impressive. But anyways, that's me. So what about you? Um, well, I kind of feel so I'm like the worst person to buy for apparently. So everyone seems to use that as a bit of an excuse, which I think is probably fair. Um, so I think my favorite present was from my mum and dad. They sent me a pair of socks. Well, they're quite cute because there's a pair of Christmas socks, which I don't really wear Christmas socks. But I in don't a, either. In a, in a little Christmas sock, um, like holder thing. My mum and dad, which I'm sure is my mum, gave us like all, um, I don't know what to say. It'd be like a party plate, which had like, it, it was nice. It had like uh, like fudge from some, some, so like two flavors of fudge and some other sweets in it. But like, it was like a red plate. And if my mom ever listens to this, maybe she'll find this funny. I don't <laughs> know. But she like, she glued like a sleigh to it. So like, you know. It, this was uh, a bit of her own craft. Yeah. So like, yeah. So from a presentation it. perspective, you get um, me and my two brothers and, you know, our families, we get like this red plate with a bunch of chocolate and cookies and stuff and it's all tied up nice with like red you know see-through plastic gift wrapping paper yeah and it's got the sleigh on it so it looks really nice but when you take all the stuff out and eat it you're stuck with a plate with a sleigh on <laughs> yours was the best worst present though yeah mine was the best worst present. Your best, so best now present? you're saying that was the best worst present as well it was your mom's no, plate the best <laughs> you're digging a deeper hole yeah. here um what else did I get? I think I, I didn't, I didn't get much. Oh, why? Uh, we have this funny joke. My wife thinks it's hilarious, Sarah, that she buys me a Toblerone every year. So, yeah. so, uh, so she bought me this really tiny Toblerone um, rather than the big one. And then I had the big Toblerone later as like a surprise. <laughs> Yeah, so let's let's jump into one of the things we were going to talk on because it's fitting. It's January third. Uh, I'm saying January third because it keeps us committed to cranking this out faster than waiting till like June to put it out. Exactly. Right? Whenever you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. So it's at least after January third, hopefully before February twenty eighth. Um, New Year's resolutions and goals. But somebody may enjoy it so much that they're actually listening to this at any time of the year. 
And we should it's respect true. that. You could start a New Year's <laughs> resolution at any That's time. True. So yeah, so New Year's resolutions, tis the season when people think about these things. And some of the stuff I read about New Year's resolutions was a bit, not necessarily surprising, and there's no kind of hard statistics here, but there was... Uh, certainly in the Journal of Clinical Psychology, Jesus. something that I do Heavy um, read uh, pretty frequently, <laughs> he lies. Um, anything between 46 and 80% of New Year's resolutions, that's a pretty big range if you think about it, um, mm-hmm. are abandoned by the February. So people start in January, they last about a month, uh, and by the end of the year, only about 8% of people actually accomplish what they come up with in terms of their New Year's resolutions. So that suggests, obviously, that they're not necessarily very successful, but you do hear lots of people going through the motions. Big spread, right? Like, so so Jan 1 through to the end of the year, it's 365 days you get taken off course. Like, what's happening mid-year, right? Like, you think it changes? Like, you some people are tracking. Back in our HR world here, should we yeah. do a mid-year review? No, I'm not saying, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. I guess my point is, like, a lot can happen in a year, right? Well, like, I guess it dep- I mean, maybe there's some people who are setting objectives that aren't necessary to do something by the end of the year. I mean, I think we, we know this, but I was kind of surprised last year. I was doing a bit of work with the company and helping them to think about this whole concept of SMART goals yeah. and running the training for, you know, probably 250, 300 people and surprised how few, literally a handful of people actually knew what SMART stood for, which, you know, I'm sure... Many Don't put me on the spot. I know it starts with specific, <laughs> measurable, attainable. Is it results-oriented and time-oriented? Is that what it is? Relevant. Relevant. Yeah, and then time-oriented. Okay, four yeah. or five. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I think it's when people are setting their New Year's resolutions, I'm not sure they necessarily have that SMART acronym in their mind, uh, which might make it difficult for them to actually even know whether they've accomplished or not. Yeah. But whether they start something at the beginning of the year and think, well, I'm going to finish this by december 31st and sit down and review how well they've done i wouldn't have thought people really i don't know if it's like that what's your take on like do you have resolutions or not i'm not a big new year's resolutions kind of guy i have to say i think it's something that's a bit of a fad i did actually stumble <laughs> across something for the, the record other day. goals are fads yeah well new year's resolutions i think uh, i kind of i stumbled across a piece of paper where i'd written some goals for last year mm. and then a couple of things i thought about for this year and they were still the same ones and it was, I think, that case of just keeping those things front of mind is helpful. Um, I think having a bit of a plan is a good thing to have. But in terms of New Year's resolutions, per se, I'm not sure they're necessarily terribly helpful. Maybe people get caught up in what resolution actually is, right? Like, it's a big lofty goal. Like, I need to change from, go from zero to 10 or, you know, from 200 pounds to 150 or whatever that thing is. But um, There's nothing wrong with being 200 pounds. Well, it's true. I'm just saying, like, some people... I'm not saying there is something wrong. Nice try. You could be 250 trying to get to 200. I don't care. You know, be 350 getting to 300. Point being, it's... um To do that means there's some level of measured change, right? Because it doesn't happen overnight. I think they may be not setting the right kind of structure around it, perhaps. So why don't we go through the... If you think about the top 10 <laughs> yeah. goals, what would you think is the top New so Year's resolution? I think that losing weight is the top. No. Try again. So I think that... I feel like I need a uh-uh, uh-uh button here. Yeah. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. You probably uh, got a sound effect for that. I don't know. Because I, I thought that was the first. Like From there, I think it's like personal wealth gain or making more money or some sort of thing that you know, makes your life better. That's number six. Yeah. So the top one is exercise more. How is no. that not losing weight? Is that not well, no, one of the two same? is losing weight. Well, people may 
not need to lose weight, but they may want to exercise. Yeah. 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 Well, let's talk about exercise more. Number two is lose weight. Number three is get organized. Interesting. Number four is learn a new skill or start a hobby. Yeah, see, everyone. Podcast Jumping on podcast. There. Learn how to play guitar. Uh, number five is, I think, a great example of a non-specific uh, resolution. Live life to the fullest. Like, what does oh, that mean? yeah. Number six, save more or spend less. Oh, okay. Number seven, quit smoking. Oh, people uh, still smoke. Apparently. Number eight, spend more time with family and friends. Yeah. Number nine, travel more. Number 10, which is always mine actually, read more. Um, so yeah, they're the 10 most common goals, but you can see, I think, why people may struggle to an extent because they are pretty general. So what's your New Year's resolution anyway? Apart from yeah. live your life to the fullest. Yeah. Mine probably feels as vague as that now that I'm prepared <laughs> to say it. My uh, my resolution, I said this to Lindsay, who is my wife, um, it's the year of Kristen. So what that means is I want to uh, maximize my time and, and make more investment in me, which sounds super selfish, and it, it is. Uh, you know, we've got a six-year-old and a four-turning-five-year-old, and our life feels like it's been a blur for the last couple of years. In that time, I've transitioned into a, you know, a newer workplace, as is Lindsay. Um, and there's just been a lot on the go that we've paid attention to and we've tried to pay attention to ourselves. But now I just feel like we're coming out of it. Yeah. Um, kids can kind of look after themselves a bit more. Uh, we're starting to realize that we want to invest more time in ourselves, whether it's through uh, healthy living or working out or spending more time with each other or trying to have you know better experiences than just putting on Netflix and killing time. Um, living life to the fullest. Nice. So by choosing to bring more focus, I would say, I guess, creatively, uh, music, personally, like playing with other people and writing a bunch of stuff, enabling myself to track it and take it further than I've been able to do it before. Doing stuff like this from a podcast perspective. Um, I think I just, I want to, I, th I feel like I've got things that I can share that people could not necessarily benefit from, but enjoy. And then the, there's the healthy side of it too, which has been an ongoing journey for me. Like, um, in the last five years, I've probably, you know, gradually dropped like 10 pounds per year sort of thing until I get to a healthy spot. So now I just kind of feel like I'm catching my stride. Yeah. And yeah, so that's what being selfish in a year of Kristen looks like. Now I could completely mess the bed, right? Not do any of it. Right. And, uh, and life can get in the way and you can get thrown curveballs and our life has had curveballs along the way. So I'm not, um. I'm not, I guess, naive enough to think that I completely control everything, but I guess the year of me also aligns to, I can only control the things that I can control, and there's a bunch of things that are in the wheelhouse of life that I don't have control over, and so try not to get too upset or bent about the things that are not within your, kind of, your grasp, and the things that you do, kind of focus on them the best you can. And one of the tips uh, for being successful in your goals is telling other people. So you've now, now told, told at, at least, least you and Gemma and wherever my cat yeah, is. Yeah. Three listeners, yeah. including yourself yeah. in that. So that's, that's helpful. Yeah. But I guess it's, um, I, I wonder why you think it's a selfish goal. Cause it sounds to me as though it's in service of something much bigger. That's an interesting way to see it. I think it's selfish. I like the fact that, um, it sounds bigger than what it is. Cause I think it is, but I also think it's, um, I always have this fear. I had this conversation with someone actually on the weekend about um, you can feel like you're uh, like just kind of like pompous for lack of a better word, right? Like, so, you know, 
podcast or a microphone with speakers, doesn't matter what it is. At one point, people are either choosing to listen to you or they're forced to sit through you to get to the thing they want to hear. Um, there's <laughs> to a your level, soundtrack. To your yeah, loop, right. To um, the there's just a level of loop. arrogance that can come across when I think you have, you know, call it what it is, like confidence and determination and at least a level of skill that you can at least, you know, play guitar poorly and record it poorly and try to put it out to the best of your ability. It's like, well, who are you to have that opinion or who are you to think that the world needs to hear what you have to say? And it's like, I don't know, but I'm going to find out, right? That's kind of where it comes from. Uh, but it's, you know, it's very easy to be like, well, he's an idiot, like skip. <laughs> and everyone has the right to do that, yeah, right? Exactly. Well, no, you're not forcing anybody to listen to music. You can't. Yeah. I mean, it is a choice people make, but it strikes me some of the other stuff in terms of, you know, kind of being healthy and the, the time you want to kind of invest is also for the kids as well. And yeah. kind of for... for your broader well-being which i think is important so so yeah no it sounds like a look you're seeing the the upside of uh what i said of your selfish yeah but anyway um, that's me resolution for someone who doesn't make new year's resolutions but you like to say things out loud so you hold accountable to them i know that much yeah i do but i think yeah no i'm not kind of a big new year's resolution person i think i kind of don't see myself um in some ways living my life in that kind of annual cycle it doesn't seem to kind of fit with how i think about stuff so um i do quite like the idea of having a, a kind of theme to a year um not not what like the a, the Kristen I'm, butcher theme yeah. to my year you can have a mark edgar theme yeah theme so but a theme in terms of a word and so i kind of conscious kind of where i'm at in my you know, kind of professional which inevitably bleeds into my personal life is around um starting my own business as you know and as part of that, I'm beginning to realize that I need to have a lot more focus. Mm-hmm. I've kind of spent the last six months very consciously being open to lots of different things and lots of different ideas, signed up to do a number of different things and to listen to far too many podcasts and read far too many books and far too many articles. And I just feel as though now I need to just focus on a few things. Yep. Um, so that's the the opportunity for me to to kind of think about that and how I can translate that into kind of what I'm doing day to day is is kind of where I see 2020 yeah um, as a way of really giving me the opportunity to to get a deeper set of knowledge and skills and capabilities around a few things that the problem with my career in many ways is a, a good thing about being a kind of a, a generalist somebody who's done lots of different things means that I can be as I say to people I can be pretty shit at a lot of different things <laughs> yeah. rather than really good at a few things so um but there are yeah there are some things um the risk of sounding big-headed that I am good at and I want to just kind of nail what they are and focus on those a bit more in 2020. So maybe just thinking back to New Year's resolutions yep. and what elements of what could you do to actually ensure that people are more successful in their New Year's resolution? So we talked about a couple of them. I think we talked about this concept of setting smart goals, uh, which, as you said, you kind of pulled it out of the hat there. So specific. Almost measurable. had it. I was like 80 percent there. Nailed so it. you have to make sure it's specific, uh, which is where I don't think the live life to the fullest one really uh, hits the mark. Um, specific, measurable. So you need to know that you've been, you've achieved your goal, having some sort of a measure there. Attainable or achievable. So setting something that's going to 
give you the opportunity to have success is important uh, then making sure it's relevant so there's this idea of choosing goals that are something that's actually going to motivate you mm-hmm. or New Year's resolution is going to motivate you, which I think is also important in terms of something that's coming from you rather than coming from other people yep. uh, is important. And then obviously the the T for being time bound. So making sure that you complete it. So I think setting uh, a smart New Year's resolution, much as that becomes a less interesting conversation at New Year's Eve party when mm-hmm. somebody comes up to you and says, have you set? What's your smart goal, Mark? Well, let me tell you. Yeah, Yeah, let me tell you in detail about why it's smart. Um, I think just setting that for yourself is important. And then maybe related to that, I think it's the idea of writing these things down. So there's a lot of power in writing these things down. That does increase your your chance of success. So there's a couple of tips to to think about if you are interested in setting New Year's resolutions. And there you have it. The first episode of The Spin in 2020. Please share this with anyone you think would enjoy the podcast, and we look forward to doing more of these with you throughout 2020 and beyond.